the Adventure Podcast. Since it's the first episode, I thought I would take a minute, let you know what this is about. So I will be talking about different topics like design, startups, and marketing, which are all very adventurous. So I hope you'll explore those adventurous worlds with me. If you're new to these topics, I think it's really important that you listen and get advice from some of the experts I'll be interviewing. And if you're a pro, it's important to pay attention because we'll be going over recent trends, everything that's happening in the news with these topics. When I was younger, I used to make fun of my mom all the time for listening to talk radio. Radios were for listening to music and dancing around. But now I get it. I've fallen in love with podcasts. They're so easy to listen to while you're cooking or while you're driving, and they can be so informative and fun. So I hope to do for you what so many good podcasts have been doing for me. So today I'll be going over a current marketing article, giving you a lowdown on what's going on with that. And then I have an interview with Howard Lowe, co-founder of Rabbit, which is a new service that helps you email your blog posts. All right, so let's get started. Current marketing news. Coke and Pepsi are seeing decreases in sales. As people start to notice, their product is not the healthiest thing for you. And I really hope I'm not the first person to tell you that. So instead of changing their product, because it's kind of hard to do anything to carbonated sugar water and make it healthy, they're rebranding themselves. They're going for a more mature craft beer kind of feel than a cheap soda kind of feel. So they're redesigning glass bottles. They're making artisanal brands. They're even making themed lounges that look pretty cool where you can hang out and sip your soda. Whether this will work or not, I can't tell you. But I have been looking at comments from people online. And so far, it doesn't seem like people think it's going to work. They think right now people are too health crazy to forget that this soda is not good for you, whether or not it's in a fancy glass bottle. Other people think no one's going to think of them as a craft beverage because everyone knows these companies are very large corporations and not small businesses and not local companies that you're supporting. So the main points I'm taking away from this is that if you are just starting an organization, you have a new product, Make sure that your product actually helps people because when it gets to marketing, if you can honestly tell people how it's going to benefit them, it's going to be a lot easier for you than trying to make stuff up later. And if you do already have a great product, but things aren't going so well, you might just need a rebranding. You don't always have to change the product, but you do have to change how people perceive it. Branding is really easy everything. What you do, you have to carry yourself in a way that represents how you want people to see you. And finally, make sure that you really know who your target audience is and why. So right now, the demographic people are saying Pepsi and Coke are trying to get is more of a hipster generation. But the hipsters don't like that it's not a small business. And the hipsters don't like that it's not healthy. So that might not be the best target audience for them. You can think of it in terms of politics, okay? For example, Donald Trump 
is not trying to get everybody's votes. He doesn't need the vote of every single person. So he's not targeting his energies towards getting the leaders of Planned Parenthood to vote for him. Because they're not going to. So when you make a product, you need to find your target audience and figure out what naturally appeals to them. So your products will have people that will be naturally drawn to it and you need to really focus on them and market towards them. If you try and market to everybody, you're not going to catch a lot of fish. So let's add another person into the mix. I have an interview for you today. I'm here with Howard Lowe, co-founder of Rabbit, a service that makes it easy to share new blog posts. How are you doing today, Howard? Hi, Anna. I'm doing great. How about you? Great. It's nice and warm here. I'm having a very good day. Oh, me too. It's really hot here. Oh, excellent. So I've been stalking you online a little bit. I found your LinkedIn profile. Mm-hmm. And it looks like you've been part of several other successful startups before this. Could you tell us about those a bit? Oh, yeah. Um, I guess the most recent one would be Slash. It's actually a uh, design agency. Uh, we just focus on making a lot of websites for a really great set of people. And, um, you know, that's actually where Rabbit came around. Um, Rabbit actually started as a side project out of Slash. Oh. So, um, Yeah. We we didn't we never really thought it would be like a a big thing, but you know here we are. So when you started Rabbit, did the public know that was coming out, or did you kind of keep it a secret until you launched it? Honestly, we kind of kept it a secret, not not on purpose, but it was just it just came off that way, you know. Um, we we built it actually for ourselves, and um, I, I can't remember exactly what happened, but word got out that we were doing great with it. And so our clients wanted in on it. Yeah. And eventually it kind of just went from there. And so now we actually publicly launched for everyone. Well, that's a great way to do things. We need this. We'll just build it ourselves. And then once everyone else wants it, they can have it too. Exactly. So could you describe some of the features for people who might not be very familiar with Rabbit? Sure. Um, So one of the Rabbit's coolest things is actually integration with Medium. And, you know, I think you also use Medium, right, Hannah? I do. I blog on Medium. Right. And so on Medium, the only thing you can really get out of it is followers. And people just follow your Medium profile, kind of like Twitter. Yeah. But the problem is if you ever decide to move off of Medium or start your own blog, you can't really take those followers with you. So with Rabbit, we actually let you embed a form on every single Medium post that people can click on and actually go and leave their email address so that you can kind of reach out to them again later, uh, regardless if you stay with Medium or not. I actually did that myself yesterday. I did the first post where I added rabbits embedding at the bottom, and I'm already starting to build more of a following for my blog. Wow, that's great. You know, it's like the thing with email is that it's really a great way to reach out to people because when you do medium followers and you post on medium, medium kind of groups you in with everyone else. Yeah. And so you don't really kind of stand out. So with rabbit, you kind of have a more fine, finite control about what you want people to see, what you want to say to them and how you want to interact with them. And that's actually one of the most powerful ways to get people to come back and read your blog again. 
Yeah, and people check email every day. So if you're in their inbox, there's a very good chance they're going to see what you're sending them. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I check my email all the time. So I found out through Medium, do you guys have other ways you've been marketing your product? Um, we're actually pretty lightweight on marketing. You know, it's, it's really one of those great, a great product sells itself kind yeah. of deal. So, um, we do do some outreach on Twitter, Facebook. We do a lot of uh, one-on-one outreach to people who write on Medium. Mm-hmm. And just general bloggers are all around. I mean, we don't always support Medium, so anyone can really use our service. It's just Medium is, is one of our many tools. Yeah, I was waiting for a tool like that to come out for Medium. So thank you very much. <laughs> no, no problem. Glad, glad you enjoy using it. Are there any new features coming out for Rabbit soon that you can hint at? Ooh, if, can, I, can I hint at it? Um, <laughs> let me think. Now you got me thinking. Okay. Um, we do have a new version that's due. I don't want to give a real date, but it's yeah. due very soon. Oh, excellent. And um, that'll make it kind of, I don't know, I would say 10 times better. Um, I really can't say what what's going to be launched and what isn't because it's still not quite finalized yet. But so there are some more things in the makings. It's not oh, a yeah. totally finished product. Oh, absolutely. We're not even close to being finished. I mean, we had big plans for this for this product. You know, the moment it took off, we were like, okay, this can be something huge. You know, we can take on well, almost the whole world with what we have, the ideas that we have. And so right now, the way it is right now, it's probably about, I would say, 5 or 10% of its potential. And we're, we're nowhere close to being done. We're, we're going to be constantly pushing out new stuff so people can use it. And I think, I think we're going to do something big with this one. That's great. I also noticed on your website that you give a lot of advice to bloggers and things like that. Have you found that to be useful for marketing too, kind of giving advice to people? Well, we really believe in um, give more than you take. You know, we just, I guess it kind of boils down to, oh, it's also great marketing. But the primary purpose of all of our blog posts was just to, just to be helpful because, a couple of years ago, we all, everyone in the company started as a kind of like a pseudo blogger. Mm-hmm. We weren't full-time bloggers. We just kind of blogged on the side. And we realized it was really hard to get noticed. It was just extremely difficult. It's like building a company. So we're just kind of reiterating on our past experiences and trying to give some advice, to, give, give some advice back to the community. Because I remember when we started, we had some great advice coming in. So we're just trying to give more than we take. Yeah, and that's really what blogging is. It can really create a community. It's just like you said, you can get lost in it if you don't have people mm-hmm. knowing where you are all the time. Oh, yeah. So it sounds like you're pretty good with startups and everything like that. Do you have any advice for people who are just beginning startups? Advice for beginning startups? Um, I would say don't take no for an answer. Um, <laughs> that's probably the... The thing that opened the most doors for us. I mean, someone try and tell you no. Oh yeah, someone will tell you no, and then you'll also be afraid to ask because of because you might get the answer no. But the key is just to ask and then to keep asking. I mean, don't annoy the crap out of someone, but (laughs) but you know, just be persistent, and um, that's really the key. You know, determination is going to win out at the end of the day. 
Absolutely. Great advice. Is there anything else you'd like to tell us today? Any final thoughts? Um, sign up for Rabbit because <laughs> <laughs> we got something great, you know. We, it's really going to be a big driving force in how you reach out to uh, to how you reach out to your readers. So I would really suggest that everyone give Rabbit at least a try. Yeah, and I can vouch for that. So far, I've been enjoying it very much, and that's why I reached out to you, and I'm glad you didn't say no to me. <laughs> oh, absolutely not. How could I? Well, thank you so much for talking with me today. Thank you, Hannah. It was my pleasure. Thanks for listening, everybody. Join me next time when I'll be talking to Joshua Taylor, previous design director at Evernote, who believes it's more important for designers to study business then learn code. And make sure you keep listening after that too because I have a lot of exciting things coming up for you this season. All right, thanks and goodbye.